0: This is Draft Among Us Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band, Umphreys McGee. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphres, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreys, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jahimiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode where I gave a full rundown of everything that went down during the two nights of Umphrey's drive-in at the Speedway in Hampton, Georgia on October 9th and 10th. I also share some insight from Ben Factor about the lights and video screens that he used, and also from Band and Crew about their experience of working through a torrential downpour night two. There is a link in the show notes where you can give that a listen if you missed it. And, I want to correct myself. I'm pretty sure that last week when I gave the dates of the shows, I said September instead of October, and the shows were, in fact, in the beginning of October. But to my defense, the months have just been running together lately, and I'm sure you can attest to that too. So I just wanted to correct myself that those shows were, in fact, in October, not September. And I misspoke in last week's episode. So this week, I am excited to welcome back to the show, but for the first time on video, which you can check out on the show's YouTube page, show audio engineer, Eric Fucci. Eric, who was fortunate to attend Both drive in shows in Chicago and Atlanta was kind enough to give a few minutes of his time to reminisce about Chicago, talk about how much Atlanta meant to him, including scoring an epic spot night one, live music, and more. It was really good to catch up with Eric, who's been doing the audio thing for the show since the very beginning. So, so grateful for him. And I said back to the show, so in case you did not know, Eric has also been a guest three other times. Episode 39, where he talks about the band's first show at the Clyde Theater in Fort Wayne on February 21st, 2019. And episode 90 and 91, where he talked about doing the Northeast Run in January of 2020 that included Cleveland, Fort Wayne, both nights in Detroit, the UM VIP set, Joel's Masterclass, and the Omega Moose show, that was quite a run for sure. Really great chats with him in all three of those episodes, so definitely check them out if you haven't. There is a link in the show notes where you can. Thank you so much to Eric. It was so great to catch up and see you, even if it was virtually. And thank you for all of your support and help with the show since the very, very beginning. I can't wait to give you the biggest hug when I can. Love you so much, dude. Do you have a small business that makes shirts, pins, jewelry, stickers, prints, or sells other interesting products or art that you think peeps would love to get their hands on? Is your band looking to get some attention from fellow music-loving ump freaks? Maybe you provide an awesome service that could make folks' lives better or easier and want some like-minded clientele? Or perhaps you're looking to hire some cool people to work with. Let Dropped Among This Crowd and Conduit E Magazine help you get the word out. With ad space and monthly issues of Conduit, commercial spots on the podcast, Ticket giveaways, social media plugs, product reviews, guest spots on the show, and more. Dropped Among This Crowd and Conduit can help you reach tons of fellow umphreaks, musicians, and other kind folks looking to purchase from you, work with you, and support their fellow umph family. Email droppedamongthiscrowdpod at gmail.com or conduitemagazine at gmail.com if you're interested in chatting more, about the amazing packages we offer. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to tell you a little bit more about the Save Our Stages Act and the National Independent Venue Association. I'm sure I don't have to tell you that 90% of independent venues could close permanently because of the impact that the COVID 19 pandemic has had on the live music industry. There unfortunately have been some venues that had to make the difficult decision to permanently close their doors. We can help save our favorite venues with the National Independent Venue Association in asking Congress to pass the Save Our Stages Act. It's been passed in the House of Representatives, but it's not a law yet. NEVA is pushing for it to be part of the next COVID relief package, providing critical funding to help independent venues survive. Even if you've done this already, you can take meaningful action again by contacting your local legislators in just 30 seconds at SaveOurStages.com. There's a link in the show notes where you can head right to their page and let your congressional representatives know how important the live music industry is and why it's so crucial to Save Our Stages. All right, so here is my chat with show audio engineer Eric. Enjoy. some happier shit. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's sure. talk about some music because that's what fucking makes me happy for sure. So, Same. so you were lucky enough to hit up both drive-in runs. So. Yeah. I mean, let's start with Chicago. I know it was a little bit ago, but let's talk about.
1: Yeah. I'm pull- you know- I just pulled up the set list. I got to remember <laughs> what went down really.
0: <laughs> For sure. I mean, and, and everything that happens with life between then and now feels like an eternity. Um, yeah. But I mean, talk about, is that the first drive-in show that you had done?
1: Yes. Um. That and well, I guess I, I, I went to a local show that was a drive-in style. Um. But this was the first drive-in show that I'd gone to, to, you know, that big of a scale.
0: Yeah. So what what was your, like, first, like, reaction the first day that you're getting in and doing everything? Like, what was um, your first kind of feeling about it?
1: It felt, well, I mean, the in Chicago, obviously, we're all excited. We're getting ready to leave the hotel. There's lots of tailgating going on. Um, but it was kind of chaotic getting in there because, you know, we had our section that we were supposed to be in, which we knew. Um, but we didn't know where we were going to actually be. And there was like a super long line of cars and there was different lots that cars were like parked in and tailgating, but we're also in line at the same time. And like, nobody was answering questions. So, uh, that was a little chaotic, but, um, like once things started going and we got into where you're we supposed to be, you know, it, it was, it was pretty organized. Um, it was cool. The stage looked a little small and I was a little concerned, but then, you know, they raised the screens up on the side, which was cool. Um, we had a pretty decent spot both nights. I think in the first night we were in the A lot and then second night we were premium. Um, so I wasn't too upset about that at all.
0: Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah.
1: got Pretty lucky with the premium. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It seemed to be, it seemed to be very well organized in Chicago. Um you know, throughout the night, staff was doing what they were supposed to be doing. They were walking around making sure people had their masks on, um, at least from what I saw anyway. You know, I had mine down for a second because it slipped my mind after taking a drink and someone was like, hey, please put your mask back up. And I'm like, oh yeah, for sure, sorry, you know? So,
0: you
1: know, that was good to see. That was a little comforting.
0: For sure, for sure. So talk about how you felt being able to be at live music for the first time in like forever. (laughs) yeah
1: it was it was so cool um you know like take for granted kind of all the you know the ability to go see shows once or twice a week a couple times a month whatever it might be because i've missed live music so much since march and being able to go there and be with my friends and just dance and forget about what was going on in the world for three hours was incredible and I hope that they're able to do it again next year if we can't have regular indoor shows.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've, I would like to experience it now that I've heard a little bit of what people encountered and their, you know, their pros of attending shows like this. I definitely yeah. want to at least try it out. It seems interesting.
1: Yeah. So like, I've had, you know, a few friends are like, yeah, I don't know if that is going to be the concert experience I want it to be, whatever. And I'm like, I can respect that and appreciate that. But after doing both these shows, like I vouch for drive-in style shows. I almost, I wouldn't say prefer them to an indoor show, but if I'm going to see a show outside, I'd almost almost rather it be a drive-in because being able to bring in your own food, your own drink, um, having dancing space is fun. Mm-hmm. You know, all that stuff is really, really cool. So
0: yeah,
1: there are definitely things that are a factor like sound, or if you're in the back, you probably won't have as good of a time, but that's going to come down to your attitude also. So, Right. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. Well, that is, that's but... just
0: how it is for anybody at a show though, too, you know? like
1: true. Yeah, no, true. Very true.
0: They're the same, the same people who would complain at an indoor show. So yeah, that's how I feel.
1: Yeah.
0: I love it. <laughs> So, I mean, if you can remember musically, what were some of your highlights, your favorite yeah. moments?
1: Let me uh, let me tap into the brain here. Um, <laughs> um you know, i I've, everything was everything was pretty good night one from what I remember. Uh, it was cool getting a police cover. I don't think other than I guess I've seen Canary and Nicole mine, uh, but Synchronicity too was cool. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of seasons. I've been a big fan of seasons since the I album I think it's came a great
0: out. tune for sure. Um. Especially now. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's one of those Bayless tunes where when you listen to the lyrics, you're like, this is a great song, guys.
1: (laughs) They're finally honing it in. And they're like, as far as I know, I'm sure they've jammed it before, but this was like one of the first times it's gotten a really solid jam and some love with the improv. So Seasons was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Second set, All in Time is my favorite song. So that just made it for me. I was super stoked on that um her bird bath was sweet. I'm really glad they put out the YouTube video for that so I can relive that one. When they did the cars tease going into that, I was so hoping that they were going to play the full song, but
0: uh, I called that that morning. Yeah. I'm still dying over that. I woke up and I had that song in my head and I'm like, is this like what song is this? Like I couldn't remember the full song. Yeah. And I- yeah came up to my husband and i'm like i they're gonna play this tonight like they have to play this it's so perfect for them yeah. to play and they teased it and the look on my face of course was just like yes
1: yeah that made <laughs> that made everyone laugh for sure um
0: i am sad they didn't play the full song too they should yeah
1: um and then making flippy floppy which like when i first started listening to Umfries back in 09 they seemed that was a lot heavier in rotation as far as covers go. And that mm-hmm. was like my favorite cover to listen to. And I don't think I've seen one before the show. So or if I have, I, you know, it's loose in the memory, but
0: for sure. that was yeah.
1: really awesome to see. Um, and then you got to love Remind Me Encore. Yeah. With that sex metal.
0: Yeah. That's what everybody needed.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs>
0: everybody cool. needed that.
1: <laughs> it was a good dose of uh, rock and roll for sure. Um, I don't know. Night night two is probably the same story though. Musically, we uh we were a little bummed at first. Our premium spot wasn't as premium as you would one would have guessed. We were placed like all the way on the side and you couldn't hear or see the stage. Um so admittedly we bent a rule or two and moved spots to be with some friends that had a spot to where we could at least hear the show. So yeah you know you
0: gotta do what you gotta do
1: you gotta do what you gotta do uh it was windy out and you couldn't hear on if you're off to the side so i'm glad we were able to do that because once that happened everything was good go yeah um you know they came out they come off the bat puppet string and uh, the floor is like it's how you want to start a show in my opinion so that was really cool for sure um thinking set yeah set two Push the Pig was probably highlighted both nights for me.
0: Yeah, for sure. Musically. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that one.
1: Yeah, I'd actually like to go back and re-listen. When I'm trying to think about it now, I'm like, hmm. (laughs) Atlanta kind of, like, overwrote the focus of Well, for
0: sure, for sure. And there's been other stuff that they've done, and you know, between their, like, Brendan and Jake. And it's just, there's so much, so.
1: Definitely. But yeah, uh, Chicago Chicago's sweet, and yeah. it was cool. and it wasn't
0: very far for you either. No,
1: nope, but it wasn't far for me. You know, two and a half, three hours from home. Our hotel was in the parking lot of the venue, so thirty second drive back to the hotel, nice. which was which was sweet. Yeah, yeah, Everyone had to have their fun.
0: That's nice. Everybody was able to kind of you know let loose. let loose in the way that they could, you know, right now, and yeah. you know get it just. Release all the bullshit that everybody's been dealing with. So,
1: Definitely. I mean,
0: even watching at home, I felt that way. You know, like I still you, had that feeling.
1: You streamed. The, yeah. Like, what Did you stream Atlanta too? Yeah. Awesome. That's
0: cool. Yeah, I mean, I sh- unless it's like West Coast, I usually stream everything just because like the three-hour time difference is too yeah. much, yeah and and I'm not gonna watch you know watch it in the way that I want to and. So it's, but any other time I stream and especially for this, you know, I just got to watch it.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So talk about going to Atlanta. I mean, so you drove to Atlanta.
1: So just a quick little backstory. Uh, I went to Chicago with my group of best friends. Um, Somebody else was with some friends of ours there that I had never met before. He's from the same town as me. He's a little older. Um so I got to meet him that weekend and like immediately we became good friends. Like we just clicked, everything was awesome. So we get back from Chicago, they announce Atlanta and he messages me. He's like, Hey, you know, I'll drive to Atlanta. You seem like you're down to do whatever to go see Humphreys, which is true. Do you want to go <laughs> with me? And I was like, Yeah, I mean, like if we can fill the car and you know, split gas and travel and Airbnbs, like, yeah, I mean I don't know many people around here right now because he had just moved back to town. If you can find people to fill the car, let's do it. So I got to work immediately. Um, <laughs> took a little convincing for some people because it is a 13, 13 and a half hour drive for us,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but we did it. And it's far. <laughs> it far. It was it's far. It's far for me too. So, I've been to Colorado, which is 18 hours, but we flew. So. Mm-hmm. i've never traveled 13 hours to see a band and
0: that's the furthest was when i went to the tabby in yeah. 20, 2018 it was
1: that's in atlanta far. Right? yeah so, it's
0: far yeah. yeah
1: worth it though
0: oh 100 after
1: <laughs> after that like i will go i'll go anywhere i have to go to see that band
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know um but You know, Atlanta was probably the best Umphreys experience I might have ever had. That's amazing. That is attributed to the fact that both nights we were supposed to have Section A seating. Um, The day of night one, we just go on the website, we look at the tickets, and there happens to be front row, the ultra premium, very middle spot for sale which sold out immediately when tickets went on sale and stayed sold out so it was available and you know i get a call from one of my friends that's with us i'm at the store picking up food he's like hey this is available i know it's gonna be like another 600 some dollars do we want to do this and we thought about for like 30 seconds we're like yeah
0: yeah let's do it
1: Hold, hold, hold the trigger it yeah. doesn't matter if we can't sell our other ticket, like this is going to be worth it. So we did that and it was so freaking awesome.
0: Yeah, I bet like, it was. <laughs> That's incredible.
1: Being like, I like to ride the rail once in a while. It's not my favorite thing to do all of the time because I like my personal space and.
0: For sure. I mean, yeah
1: i've been there done that which is cool sometimes like once in a while i'll go up front and every time i do i'm like yeah that was that was a good choice i'm glad i did that but being in the front and having no one around you yeah was so awesome so yeah
0: yeah oh i bet i bet just made the entire experience that much better it was like almost i'm sure having like your own private show
1: it fe- it honestly felt that way um, yeah there were a few times throughout the night where I'd like turn around and catch you know random people hanging out in the spot watching and like had to pull the like you know I had to be firm with people like hey it's a pandemic yeah I know you please keep walking like I know this spot is dope not to be an asshole.
0: <laughs> you gotta go but,
1: I mean like yeah rules are rules you know like I didn't want to get kicked out for
0: mm-hmm. anything,
1: so. Yeah, that was that was cool. I probably rewatched. I bought the show when I got home on tour gigs, and probably rewatched it like ten times. Almost. <laughs> Not even kidding. I'd go to the gym, I'd throw it on, I'd watch it when I laid down at night, and like it's just one of the, it'll be forever. Be one of those shows for me that just is like top five for sure.
0: That's incredible. So talk about driving thirteen hours during a pandemic. What was it like traveling that far now?
1: it was it wasn't bad i mean there were definitely stops that we made like people weren't wearing masks and stuff because it probably wasn't as bad in those areas you know in michigan right now especially it's getting very bad mm-hmm. um so i'm you know i'm not used to the lacks that all of that but yeah. we didn't make too many stops you know we got gas a couple times got food a couple times my friend steve that drove drove the entire way there which i was like hey you if you don't want to drive anymore i can drive but he was a trooper he crushed it um it wasn't that bad
0: nice that bad at all that's nice I Went the
1: way back there was uh inclement weather which affected us night two which i can talk about but yeah we had some of that on our way out home too but once we got out of the south it was smooth sailing
0: nice and you stayed in an airbnb what was that like Airbnb With- was
1: great. Um, nice. It was a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. It was in like a gated community, which I didn't know. So it was like a super nice house, tons of space, an awesome porch. I'm a fan of Airbnb's. Yeah. Um, Me too. That's the route that my friends and I usually take now. Obviously, we'll stay in a hotel if we have to, but
0: yeah. Yeah, want- we've we've stayed in some pretty sweet places doing Airbnb, yeah, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Make makes the experience cooler, and
1: like it's it's usually a little cheaper if not the same price as a hotel so
0: for sure
1: it's just nice and it's
0: it's more privacy too i feel you know you're able to more do your thing
1: if you're not trying to um stay up to the wee hours raging after which sometimes i'm not it's good to have the peace and quiet
0: for sure for sure i like to sleep after
1: (laughs) a lot of people do i mean don't don't get me wrong yeah oh yeah all night long in the hotels partying but it's (laughs) nice to be able to go to sleep if you want to
0: yeah absolutely so talk about night two did you get in at all or were you kind of driving around and what the hell happened with you guys
1: we got in um we're looking at the weather all day long getting worried It's not looking good. Rain, winds, high winds. Um, So, you know, we we leave a little early, like we did the night before. Night one, we actually were the first people in line at the entire venue, which was an accident. But So we didn't leave quite so early night two, once we realized, you know, we didn't need to. Mm -hmm. Um, We went into it saying, like, we drove 13 hours. If this, for whatever reason, doesn't happen because of the weather, because of, you know, the hurricanes and stuff whatever it might be, we were so happy with night one that it was going to be okay, and we were going to stay positive and not be sad. Yeah. That being said, when we get to night two, we get into the show, and like, I don't know, an hour before the show is supposed to start, all of our phones go off, and there's a tornado warning in the area, and then it starts pouring rain, and then there's, you know, thunderstorms. And we're just like, oh, this is not going to be good. And then, you know, they come out on the PA, tell everyone to get in their cars. They stop letting cars in. There's a long line of cars yet to even get in the venue, where maybe, like, 30% of the cars are in the venue at the time. So we're just thinking, like, oh, shit, you know, this is this is going to be rough. Mm-hmm. We sit, and we wait, and we kind of party in the car, and they keep updating us, like, every 15 minutes over the radio, actually. Um, what's going on and never once did they say the show wasn't going to go on. Uh, they were just explaining what they had to do and why they were waiting, which I thought was cool. And then like towards, towards the end of all of that scenario, they were reassuring the guy, I don't know who it was, but one of the guys running the, running the show was like, there will be a show tonight. So like, just be patient, which I think everybody appreciated hearing that yeah so i think i don't know they started an hour later than they were supposed to and we have a couple friends you know closer to them and whatnot that when everyone gets info or whatever they're like oh yeah we heard there's only one set tonight and so we're like okay that's cool one set's better than none you know Mm -hmm. or we're thinking one set it's raining I, I just take my poncho off because I hate ponchos. I'm like, I'm just going to be wet. I don't care. Whatever.
0: At that point, it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm soaking wet. Uh, you know, they start the show off. They come out, No Crying in Me- Mexico. Into Rocker Part 2, which is one of my favorites, which they had crossed off from night one. So I was super juiced. Um, then Draconian, All in Time. Again, I got another All in Time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which I was ecstatic about. <laughs> into Mulches. <laughs> night nerves wife soup um you know it was windy so there were times i we couldn't hear a lot because of that which was fine jake had some technical difficulties and mulches um but they they seemed to not give a shit that it was pouring rain and wind was blowing everywhere and it was probably dan- semi-dangerous
0: oh to- yeah definitely <laughs> to be playing
1: there you know and after listening to the ferrig interview i thought it was cool having hearing him talk about you know like that was the last show of the year they were just gonna do it whatever mm-hmm. they could mm-hmm. and for that i'm grateful
0: oh for sure
1: yeah i don't think any other band i mean maybe but i don't think many other bands would play in conditions like that for their fans and i don't think many other bands fans would stick out that weather for the band either
0: oh i agree and i also don't think that other bands fans would appreciate it the way that we do and yeah. that's why they did it because they know that how grateful we are for that
1: i i definitely believe that for sure yeah um you know musically night two was awesome i got a haji man my light is like bright uh <laughs> Got another Haji. I say another. I got a Haji, which I love that song. Um Cemetery Walk too. You know, Higgins is a favorite. Heard it through the great Brian into Glory was super cool.
0: That Glory was nasty too. It
1: was sweet. I just listened <laughs> to it um last night actually. And Jake's then-
0: been having fun with that Glory cuz I did a Halloween yeah. show and he was having a good time with that yeah with glory cool. during that, like, that too so I
1: like, I like i'm a fan i kind of hope they do it like that moving forward or do it again like that you know mm-hmm. um and then ending the show a long time is you know it, it was it kind of expected but it, it was cool
0: the perfect way to end the weekend for you
1: perfect way to end the weekend. Perfect way <laughs> to the end of the year i'm in, I, you know i'm crying like a baby hugging all my friends just on top of the world about it
0: Oh, yeah, of course.
1: I do want to say, too, like I, overall, Atlanta, one of the awesome, most awesome experiences I've had. But Ben Factor is the man. Yeah, he is. So much love. And I'm so excited to see you, what they do next year and moving forward because everything he did this week, that week, this weekend was so freaking awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. And it, was a,
1: it was a change of pace and i think he's really coming into his own so i shout agree out, shout out to ben factor
0: i agree i was just going to ask you about checking out ben factor's work in atlanta in person i mean even at home i was just like god damn this dude like in the video screen and in the episode that's coming out tomorrow uh i shared some of what ben had to say about the whole okay. thing so Sweet. and i was excited that he answered some of my questions about it because just like holy shit, and what an experience for him to get to play with stuff like that too. You yeah. know, like
1: I, he was loving know, it. I hope that they he takes in the band takes a little inspiration from that light rig that he was working with, and at least consider something like that for like their permanent rig because it was it was freaking cool. Yeah. There's not much else to say about it, you know. Yeah. It's funny, uh, one of my friends I was with actually graduated with Ben at the University of Michigan and they've stayed close friends um throughout the years and they're so close friends and Ben, like first night when we're in the front in our spot in the middle just hanging out he like is walking up to the stage to do something and he passes us and he sees my buddy you know his good friend and he's just like how how did you get this spot and we're like oh, struggle luck you know and he's like he's like well you're, you're gonna be in for a treat like we're gonna light it up tonight and he did that so
0: yeah that's it. his work is incredible anyways but he really outdid himself those two nights with that video screen yeah. and everything it's just wow i agree wow so what do you think is like the biggest difference between chicago and atlanta between the drive-ins and kind of dealing with the whole pandemic thing like what were kind of the differences that you noticed between the two cities
1: so atlanta was definitely put together but more professionally I thought Chicago was ran very well until I went to Atlanta and realized that they definitely could have, things could have just went better for as far as, you know, this, how the staff did things, how it was organized, how it was secured, all that stuff. Production was way bigger in Atlanta. The stage was ginormous. The screens were bigger. The sound was better. They had the relay towers, which all that stuff, they, you know, came out and announced that they would be doing in response to people's complaints in chicago which that's great they're listening to the fans kudos to them so overall like if they're gonna do more driving shows next year hopefully they follow the model in atlanta because i don't have any complaints about atlanta you know the weather is out of everyone's hands
0: right yeah that's not anybody else's fault
1: (laughs) they did everything they could do and they got everybody in and everyone saw the show and like that's that's more than a lot of people could ask for so
0: Yeah. And they made improvements like right away, as soon as they announced Atlanta, they were like, this is what we're doing to make it better. Like they never hesitated. Have some faith in
1: us, you know? So that being said, you know, hopefully Atlanta kind of becomes the standard for driving shows, at least for, you know, bands that size, because that's just how it should be. If you're paying that kind of money to go see them. For sure. Um, you know, as far as the whole COVID thing goes, like, hopefully these events aren't making things worse. Um, and that comes down to everyone going, doing the right thing and being smart and being safe. So if fans can continue to do that, I don't see why we wouldn't have shows in 2021.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I hope they're driving shows. Yeah. I'm being, re- I'm personally realistic enough to say like, I'm not going to get my hopes up for any indoor shows next year, nor do I know that I would want to go to one right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's how I yeah. feel too. I mean, there's definitely not going to be any Northeast tour for Umphreys. Like we usually get up here, like, it's just not going to happen. And I'm kind of okay with that, honestly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah Michigan. There won't be a Michigan run in the winter. Like there usually would be in two months, which. Yeah. You know it's sad, but like six months ago, I thought I wouldn't see any shows this year. So,
0: right, I'd rather not do anything this winter to be able to do all the things. Winter twenty twenty two, including maybe go to Iceland. That would be fucking awesome. So,
1: (laughs) yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I think everyone hopes that. You know, you know it's it's worrisome. You got all these venues struggling. You got the Save Our Stages movement, which hopefully get some government love now that things will be changing. Um, you know, to anyone listening, like check out, save our stages, show that some love, you know, do what we can here as fans of live music to make sure that we will get live music again someday. You got a lot of artists out there, friends of mine that are musicians, people that I look up to not sure about their future right now so we need to really do the right thing and support them as much as we can absolutely i think i hope that umpries will do another i mean they kind of said and alluded to the fact that they would be doing some more streaming stuff this year so i'm hopeful that happens soon it'd be cool to see something for new year's like if they did another wrapped in the round i would be excited about that um i'll continue to give them my money when i can however i can you know
0: that's how i feel too whatever i can do to help them and support in any way because it's hard right now sure is. so sure
1: yeah no you should definitely go to a driving show next year if you can
0: yeah i'm gonna go to the same one that would be sweet do like a nice air elbow five now maybe by then we'll be able maybe maybe by then we'll be able to that would be nice that's my big thing that's that's the biggest reason why i didn't go is because i wasn't going to be able to hug my people and that just hurts too much
1: I'm yeah not for that yet yeah I, mean, <laughs> I was definitely giving hugs to the people i was there with but yeah we all know what each other has been doing we wouldn't have rode to atlanta together if we were worried about it
0: right right yeah it's it's your your family so yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. all right well
1: that's all i got cool thanks for uh. Have me on. Sorry. Yeah.